Hello and welcome to Sleep Cove with me, Christopher Fitton. With autumn upon us, I'm going to read some autumn fairy tales and a few short poems. I did this last year and it seemed that a lot of people really enjoyed it. So with autumn on the way, please get cosy in bed, get relaxed and get ready to go to sleep. Also, please remember to subscribe. Thank you. And let's begin. Why the autumn leaves are red. Long, long ago, no one but animals lived upon the earth, and sometimes they would hold great councils. The bear would be there. The bear with his sharp claws and his shiny coat and his big, big growl. And the deer, who was so proud of his antlers, for they came out of his head like trees, and all the animals and all the birds would be present at the great council. Little Turtle would go there too. She was so small that she did not like to speak to anyone. But she often wished, Ah, if only I could do some good deeds, what could such a little creature as I do? Anyway, she thought, I'll be on the watch, and it may be that sometime there will be a chance for me to do something for my people. Little Turtle never forgot about that good deed she had planned to perform. One day the opportunity came to her. She was at the council, and the animals were saying, It is so dark here, we have only the snow light to see by. It is gloomy too. Couldn't we make a light and place it up in Skyland? They asked. Little Turtle said, Please let me go up to Skyland. I am sure that I can make a light shine up there. They said that she might go, and they called Dark Cloud to carry Little Turtle there. Dark Cloud came. Little Turtle saw that thunder and lightning were in Dark Cloud, and when she reached Skyland, she made the sun from lightning and placed him in the sky. The sun could not move because he had no life, and all the world underneath was too hot to live upon. What shall we do? The animals asked one another, someone said. We must give the sun life and spirit, and then he will move about in the sky. So they gave him life and spirit, and he moved about in the sky. Mud Turtle dug a hole through the earth for the sun to travel through. Little Turtle made a wife for him out of some of the lightning from Dark Cloud. She was the moon. Their little children were the stars that played all over Skyland. All this time, Little Turtle was taking care of Skyland. The animals below called her 
she who takes care of Skyland, and she was very happy, because she was doing her good deed. Some of the animals became jealous of Little Turtle, especially the deer who was so proud of his antlers. One day, Deer said to Rainbow, Rainbow, please take me up to Skyland where the little turtle lives. Rainbow did not know whether it would be quite right to take Deer up to little turtle's house, but he said, In the winter, when I rest upon the big mountain by the lake, then I will take you. This made the deer glad. He did not tell anyone about the promise of Rainbow. All winter long, he waited and watched near the big mountain for Rainbow to come. But Rainbow did not come to him. In the spring one day, Deer saw Rainbow beside the lake. Rainbow, he asked, why did you not keep your promise to me? Rainbow made him another promise, come to me by the lake, when you see me in the thick fog, he said. The deer kept this promise a secret too, because he hoped to go to Skyland alone. Day after day, he waited beside the lake. One day when the thick fog was rising from the lake, deer saw the beautiful rainbow. Rainbow made an arch from the lake to the big mountain. Then a shining light fell about the deer, and he saw a straight path shining with all the colours of the rainbow. It led through a great forest. Follow the beautiful path through the great forest, Rainbow said. The deer entered the shining pathway and it led him straight to the house of Little Turtle in Skyland. And the deer went about Skyland everywhere. When the Great Council met, deer was not there. The deer is not come to Skyland. Where is the deer? they asked. Hawk flew about the air everywhere, and could not find the deer in the air. Wolf searched the deep woods and could not find deer in the forests. When Dark Cloud brought a little turtle to the council, little turtle told them how Rainbow had made a path for deer to climb to Skyland. There it is now, said little turtle. The animals looked over the lake and saw there the beautiful pathway. They had never seen it before. Why did not Deer wait for us? All of us should have gone to Skyland together, they said. Now, Brown Bear was determined to follow that pathway the very next time he should see it. One day, when he was all alone, near the lake he saw the shining path that led through the great forest. Soon he found himself in Skyland. The first person he met was the deer. Why did you leave us? Why did you not go to the land of Little Turtle without us? 
Why did you not wait for us? He asked the deer. The deer shook his antlers angrily. What right have you to question me? No one but the wolf may question why I came. I will kill you for your impertinence. The deer arched his neck. He poised his antlered head. His eyes blazed with fury. The bear was not afraid. He stood up. His claws were sharp and strong. His hoarse growls sounded all over Skyland. The battle of the deer and the bear shook Skyland. The animals looked up from earth. Who will go? Who will go to Skyland and forbid the deer to fight? I will go, said the wolf. I can run faster than anyone. So Wolf ran along the shining pathway, and in a little while he had reached the place of the battle. Wolf made Deer stop fighting, Deer's antlers were covered with blood, and when he shook them, great drops fell down, down through the air, and splashed against all leaves of the forest, and the leaves became a beautiful red, so in the autumn, When you see the leaves turning red, you may know that it is because in the long ago, the deer and the bear fought a great battle in Skyland, in the land of Little Turtle, who was doing her good deed. The Anxious Leaf Once upon a time, a little leaf was heard to sigh and cry, as leaves often do when a gentle wind is about. And the twig said, What is the matter, little leaf? And the leaf said, The wind just told me that one day it would pull me off and throw me down to lie on the ground. The twig told it to the branch on which it grew, and the branch told it to the tree. And when the tree heard it, It rustled all over and sent back word to the leaf. Do not be afraid. Hold on tightly and you shall not go till you want to. And so the leaf stopped sighing, but went on nestling and singing. Every time the tree shook itself and stirred up all its leaves, the branches shook themselves and the little twig shook itself, and the little leaf danced up and down merrily, as if nothing could ever put it off the branch. And so it grew all summer long, until October, and when the bright days of autumn came, the little leaf saw all the leaves around becoming very beautiful. Some were yellow, and some were scarlet, and some were striped, with both colours. Then it asked the tree what it meant, and the tree said, All these leaves are getting ready to fly away, and they have put on these beautiful colours because of joy. Then the little leaf began to want to go, and grew very beautiful in thinking of it, and when it was very gay in colour, it saw that the branches of the tree had no colour in them, 
And so the leaf said, O branches, why are you lead color and we golden? The branches replied, We must keep on our work clothes, for our life is not done, but your clothes are for holiday, because your tasks are over. Just then a little puff of wind came and the leaf let go without thinking of it, and the wind took it up and turned it over and over, and whirled it like a spark of fire in the air, and then it fell gently down under the fence among hundreds of other leaves, and began to dream, a dream so beautiful that perhaps it will last forever. Autumn Fires by Robert Louis Stevenson In the other gardens and all up the vale, from the autumn bonfires see the smoke trail. Pleasant summer over and all the summer flowers, the red fire blazes, the grey smoke towers. Sing a song of seasons, something bright in all, Flowers in the summer, fires in the fall. To an autumn leaf, we shallop of shimmering gold, slip down from your ways in the branches. Some fairy will loosen your hold. We shallop of shimmering gold, spill dew on your boughs and unfold. Silk sails for the fairest of launches, We shallop of shimmering gold, Slip down from your ways in the branches. How the chestnut burrs became In the woods of the Peconic, There once roamed a very discontented porcupine, He was forever fretting, He complained that everything was wrong, till it was perfectly scandalous, and the great spirit, getting tired of his grumbling, said, You and the world I have made don't seem to fit. One or the other must be wrong. It is easier to change you. You don't like the trees. You are unhappy on the ground and think everything is upside down, so I'll turn you inside out and put you in the water. This was the origin of the Shad. After Manitou had turned the old porcupine into a Shad, the young ones missed their mother and crawled up into a high tree to look for her coming. Manitou happened to pass that way, and they all chattered their teeth at him, thinking themselves safe. They were not wicked, only ill-trained. Some of them were at heart quite good, but oh so ill-trained, and they chattered and groaned as Manitou came nearer. Remembering then that he had taken their mother from them, He said, you look very well up there, you little porkies, so you'd better stay there for always and be part of the tree. This was the origin of the chestnut burrs. 
they hang like a lot of little porcupines on the tree crotches. They are spiny and dangerous and utterly without manners, and yet most of them have a good little heart inside. The Merry Wind The Merry Wind came racing adown the hills one day, in gleeful frolic chasing the rustling leaves away. In the clouds of red and yellow, he whirled the leaves along, and then the jolly fellow, he sang a cheery song. The merry wind was weary, and at last of fun and play, his voice grew faint and eerie, and softly died away. Far off a crow was calling, and in the mellow sun, the painted leaves kept falling and fading, one by one. The Kind Old Oak It was almost time for winter to come. The little birds had all gone far away, for they were afraid of the cold. There was no green grass in the fields, and there were no pretty flowers in the gardens. Many of the trees had dropped all their leaves. Cold winter, with its snow and ice, was coming in the weeks ahead. At the foot of an old oak tree, some sweet little violets were still in blossom. Dear old oak, said they, winter is coming. We are afraid that we shall die of the cold. Do not be afraid, little ones, said the oak. Close your yellow eyes in sleep and trust in me. You have made me glad many a time with your sweetness. Now I will take care that the winter shall do you no harm. So the violets closed their pretty eyes and went to sleep. They knew that they could trust the kind old oak. And the tree softly dropped red leaf after red leaf upon them until they were all covered over. The cold winter came with its snow and ice, but it could not harm the little violets. Safe under the friendly leaves of the old oak they slept and dreamed happy dreams until the warm rains of spring came and waked them again. No more the summer floweret charms, the leaves will soon be sere, and autumn folds his jeweled arms around the dying year. The Tree The tree's early leaf buds were bursting their brown. Shall I take them away? said the frost, sweeping down. No, dear, leave them alone till the blossoms have grown, prayed the tree while it trembled from rootlet to crown. The tree bore its blossoms and all the birds sang. Shall I take them away? said the wind as it swung. No, dear, leave them alone till the berries here have grown, said the tree while the leaflets all quivering hung. 
the tree bore its fruit in the midsummer glow. Said the girl, may I gather thy berries or no? Yes, dear, all thou canst see. Take them, all are for thee. Said the tree, while it bent its laden boughs low. Jack Frost The door was shut as doors should be Before you went to bed last night Yet Jack Frost has got in you see And left your windows silver white He must have waited till you slept And not a single word he spoke But penciled over the panes and crept Away before you woke And now you cannot see the trees, nor the fields that stretch beyond the lane. But there are fairer things than these, his fingers traced on every pane. Rocks and castles towering high, hills and dales and streams and fields, and knights in armour riding by, with nodding plumes and shining shields. And here are the little boats, and there big ships with sails spread to the breeze, and yonder palm trees waving fair, and islands set in silver seas, and butterflies with gauzy wings, and herds of cows and flocks of sheep, and fruit and flowers and all the things. You see when you are sound asleep, for creeping softly underneath the door when all the lights are out, Jack Frost takes every breath you breathe and knows the things you think about. He paints them on the window pane in fairy lines with frozen steam, and when you wake you see again the lovely things you saw in dream.